And we are back. That has been okay. You know what? <laughs> that really freaked me out for a second. I was like, "Does he want me to say it?" But then I was like, "The red dot's not there. He doesn't want me to say it." It's okay. It's the weirdest thing because what it's, it's like okay. It's giving me the three, two, one, but yeah. then it's flashing zero like four or five times. Yeah, it's really more than three significantly. It's, <laughs> like yeah, it's more like a seven or eight at that point. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, oh. I have something to say. Oh. Kelki, hey dude, what's up? No, no, that was what I no. was gonna say. Okay. I was oh, gonna say Carmen. Okay, what's okay, up? hold I on. I wanted to ask first, like a nice person. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's go back, and we are back. Kelki, do <laughs> you have anything you want to say? Yeah. Hey, Carmen, what's up, man? <laughs> oh, you know, just so much. I so Jess got home from work, and you ever just like? I know Michael's been able to work from home, Ugh. and. So, like, he hasn't had a chance to, like, come home from work recently, Correct. you know? Yes. But back when you guys were working and being able to come home from work, do you ever just come home from work and immediately, like, you two are just not on the same page? Oh, oh, oh Garvin. We don't have to leave the house for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we just well, <laughs> look at each other and run not the opposite pages. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. So... <laughs> It all started back when no, I'm kidding. So I texted Jess today and I was like, hey, Cindy wants to do Jets pizza. So like it's on the way home. If I call and order it and pay for it, could you just go pick it up? Is that OK? And she's like, yeah, no worries. And I was like, OK, so when do you get off? And she's like 30 or so. And I was like, OK, cool. So wait, I waited 15 minutes and then I called and I placed the order for the pizza and then 20 minutes. They said, okay, it'll be 15 to 25 minutes. I was like, okay, perfect. So I hadn't got any texts from Jess in like half an hour. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll go get the pizza. And then she ended up getting off work like an hour after she said 30 minutes, which isn't a problem, but I just would have liked to have known that the pizza was something that I needed to get. So we don't have just like pizza just getting cold and, you know, flopping around. But how much is that her fault? Because sometimes that happens because other people are dumb. No, no, I'm just, I'm backing it up for, for, for leveling, like giving the full backstory. So then she calls me when she gets off work and I immediately, I'm like, what? And she's like, whoa, (laughs) attitude. And I was like, well, I I just got back from getting the pizza. What do you want? And she's like, oh, I was calling to ask if you were going to get the pizza or if I, if I need to get the pizza. And I was like, no, no, I got it. And then we got home and then we were just constantly like, just like bickering, uh, which is normal. And then, you know, finally we're all like, okay, everything is great. But then... (laughs) But then it wasn't. But then we got a divorce. Uh, No, I'm kidding. So it's so quickly. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, us Scorpios. Uh, Oh, I know. (laughs) And we're and it's in retro. Oh, it's in retrograde. It all makes sense. It all makes sense now. So for those of you that don't know, we we've been going through the house buying process, and we we put in an offer, and it was accepted. But fingers crossed, like nothing falls through. But we have to go and we have to get a check for the earnest money to like to start that process. So I called Walmart because on their wa- website it says that they do money orders. So I called up Walmart. And they said, yeah, we do money orders until 10 p.m. Perfect. Drove over there. Oh, yeah, our system has been down for two days. Well, great. <laughs> so I call CVS and Walgreens. They only do Western Union money transfers, no money orders. So then I called Jewel, and I was like, hey, do you guys do money orders? And they said, yes. And I said, okay, can I come and get one? And they go, yeah, you have an hour. We close at 9. Perfect. I get there, and I tell them how much they meet they need, and they're like, oh, we only do maximum of $500 per money order. 
again, useful information. <laughs> yeah. Like, if if you were working at a jewel and someone was like, hey, can I come do a money order? Would you have thought to say, yes, also, just for your information, we only do up to $500. Is that okay? Like, would you do that? Yes. or would that- as someone who has answered questions on the phone, I often err on too much information. Yeah. So, okay, I'm not a crazy person. Anyways, so then I... I get home and I'm like, okay, Jess, well, here's the, here's the bad news. I don't have a money order, but the good news is, is that what I'll do is I'll drop you and Tom off at the house tomorrow to do the inspection and I'll turn around and I'll go get the money order from the bank. And then she was annoyed with me because she said that I wasn't prioritizing it. When the whole plan was me doing it tomorrow, I actually sped up my priorities to do it today and it just didn't work out. But anyways, I digress. That's Let what's going on. Let me tell you what I appreciate most about that story is sometimes... This applies to both you and Jessica. When you tell a story about something that has happened between the two of you, you paint yourself in an untrue and more flattering light. And what I I have never done that once is that you were upfront about the fact that you had an attitude when you answered the phone. <laughs> I did. But the other thing too is so we were upstairs eating the pizza with Cindy and Tom, and she she had said like that she loves me and I'm amazing in spite of all of the stuff that I do with that annoys her. And I said, apology accepted. And she goes, nowhere in there was there an apology. In fact, I found one. (laughs) I was like, I was like, Oh, I was mistaken. I guess all of those words, I thought you were apologizing. And she goes, well, in fact, you owe me an apology. And I said, okay, I'm sorry. And she goes for, and I go, for you thinking that you need an apology. <laughs> I'm sorry that you feel like you deserve an apology. Yeah. So anyways, the moral of the story is that I was kind of a jerk and I'm about to go apologize as soon as the podcast is done because Kelki has a way of making me feel more rational about things. She controls my retrograde. It's interesting because you and Jessica both do that for us as well. Like, but it's not just, it's not like, oh, I'm only going to talk to Jessica because she's the only one that's going to be on my side and like, you're only going to be on. I feel like we both do a really good job of like, for the other people, like trying to get all the information because sometimes Jessica will tell me a story and I'll be like, is there anything you've left out? (laughs) When you said this, was that the true tone that you used or was there a different inflection maybe? And then she will be like, well, and then she'll say, you're right. Well, she'll be like, I may have gotten frustrated earlier than I led you (laughs) to believe. Because that's my, that's her most common thing that she does is like when she retells a story, it's normally very spot on. She doesn't like exaggerate. She doesn't paint herself as the victim, but she'll give herself a little more grace in the time frame at which it took her to get angry. Because like I'll watch something happen. And then I'll hear you both tell the story. And I'm like, neither of these people told you what just happened. That, that part is true. Uh, I will say also just, just see, okay. I will completely just tell a story the way that I see the story. I will say Jessica is like consistently the same thing. Like it's almost always just the time frame at which she got aggressive Yours, it's like, who knows? It's a wild card to what version card. Like, maybe Jessica won't even be in the story. (laughs) The story never even happened. Uh, I just made up a complete... I don't know anyone named Jessica. (laughs) No, Jess will always leave out her her physical tone. 
because she will get you with the tone. Are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm shaking something. <laughs> oh, I was I'm, like, I'm painting my toenails under this desk right now. <laughs> I thought you were having some like crack withdrawals over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no, yeah Jess will always leave out the tone and then I will pretty much just tell it exactly how I thought it happened in my head regardless of what physically happened but luckily <laughs> for us you recognize our different things not always though sometimes most of most of the time what actually happens in real life does match up with my head but mm. luckily for luckily for us we have you and Michael to just say hey fuck off you guys and also you have people like me to say Hey, dude, what's up? You know, just hanging around. Uh, Michael's got some family in town, which is nice because I don't have to make any food. <laughs> they make all the food. <laughs> and they also hang out with Scarlett so I can take naps on couches. So that's quite pleasant. Our, also, our pool is completely done now. We found oh, our paint. It looks so and, good. Um, It's so nice. And we've like set up all our furniture back outside and... It's just perfect timing because it is disgusting here. It, the high today was 91, but the real feel was like 99 and the humidity was like 73%. So, you know, perfect pool weather. If you're already going to step outside in clothes and just be soaking wet, you might as well be in a pool. So, With no clothes. Right. Oh, also, have I? I don't think I've been on since Scarlet scratched my eyeball. <laughs> Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Your eye patch looks better than I thought it would. Oh, thanks. I'm a pirate. Um, no. So yes, last weekend, Scarlett was sitting on my lap and she tried to get down. Um, she wasn't like being aggressive. She was just being a baby. And so she has to like flail her arms just so that she can turn around when she's sitting down. So she flailed and I was like looking at her, I guess. I don't know. And it just caught right at the perfect time and ripped my cornea open. So I had to go to the doctor and they were really nice because I've never really been to an eye doctor before because I have really good vision. So I've never really needed to. Um, luckily, Michael has an eye doctor because he has not good vision. So I knew that like they were already great. And so I was able to get in on a cancellation and they put a contact lens in my eyeball to act as a bandage and then gave me a bunch of eye drops and then took the bandage contact out three days later. And now I have to put antibiotic ointment on my eye every day for two months. That sounds like the worst. It's not my favorite thing that I do. Also, are these glasses something new that you need to use? Oh, they're just blue light glasses because it was really light sensitive. And I was like, this is also I should be wearing blue light glasses anyways because I stare at the computer a lot um, and my phone a lot. So I was just trying to get blue light glasses. And there's a three pack on Amazon for $13. And I said, "That's that'll do. <laughs> so I had bought a pair of blue light glasses on Amazon and I really liked the look of them, but it was just so hard adjusting to actually using them because it's not, it's not as clear as looking at with my physical eyes. See these, I have, I see no difference, but what's weird to me is every time I put them on, I expect them to be sunglasses because that's the only glasses I ever wear. So I keep going to take them off because I'm inside and then I'm like, no, no, you need those. <laughs> keep keep them on Specifically for being inside. This is you need literally those why inside. you have these. <laughs> So it it was just an adjustment of wearing something on my face. So, but yeah, these, these are great. Um, they have like, I see like no difference from not to on. So, okay. Maybe I just need to go get better ones, but also Jess had got me on her insurance with vision. I've also, I'm in the same boat. I never had, uh, glasses or contacts, so I never would get 
vision insurance. Yeah. But because of how long I'm looking at my computer all day, every day, I'm like, Jessica, can you just get me on your vision insurance? I'm going to go get blue light glasses from the doctor and just get like good ones. Yeah. Because they'll give you the good goods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so also, I just, <laughs> I also envision Scarlet feeling bad. She actually felt so bad. <laughs> but like, not in, not in like, she cares. Like, I feel like she was more like, oh no, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to flail my arms around like this again. <laughs> I don't think she knew what it was that she did, but she knew that it was her fault because she was flailing. And then I yelled out that Michael came in and then I couldn't open my eye. And then he had to put eye drops in, which it really freaks her out when, cause I put Michael's eye drops in sometimes because they're like, they're like the gel ones. Um, because of, he also looks at the computer all the time. So his doctor gave him like gel ones. And so he needs help putting them in because like, it's just hard to get them out because they take so long to come out. So when I do those, she already freaks out. And then, so he was trying to do them to me and she was freaking out. And then she was freaking out. Cause I had said like, I was like, I cannot open my eye. And then I was kind of panicking. Cause I was like, I need my eyes to like be a person <laughs> to the life yes. I'm accustomed to. So yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult to be without your eye. Imagine so. <laughs> if you didn't have your eye and you were on vacation, what would you do? Um, cry. Did I lose my eye on vacation or did I did not have one prior to vacation? The day before vacation, you're, you're literally, you're checking in on your Southwest flight. You check in, you leave tomorrow. And as soon as you put the phone down, boom, your eye gets scratched, cornea ripped in half. It won't be long. It'll still be a functioning eye. But for right now, you have to go on your trip, your vacation with an eye patch. I would maybe see if I go to the doctor and get that that bandage contact again. <laughs> uh, speaking of vacation, Kelki, tell everyone what they should do at the 14 minute and eight second mark of this podcast. Keep listening. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you've gone back and listened to every other episode prior to this. And tell all of your friends to listen to it. And also, too, follow us on the Instagrams at DudeThoughtsPod. And leave us a five-star review and then write down a review of why you think we're really awesome and attractive. And attractive. I like that. Oh, gosh. So we're talking vacations. And the reason is because Gabe is on vacation. Uh, but also, like, the world is opening up. Yes, like, it's crazy. I... I remember a time when we couldn't even leave our houses and now like the 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 stadiums here for for Chicago guaranteed rate field and Wrigley Field are both opening up 100% capacity within the next week or two. It's crazy. Like it's good, but it's crazy. It's also like such a <clears throat> crazy adjustment going to from the adjustment that we've adjusted to to now back to the new adjustment. <laughs> I was just finally getting used to these masks. Honestly. And now I just like still feel weird and I'm, I'm trying to like ease myself back into it. Obviously like we are fully vaccinated, so we've done what we can do. And so I'm still trying to just figure out like each place I go. Cause I still want to be respectful of like the individual places policies. Um, and, but so many of them are like in the middle of changing it. Cause like now the they're changing it to like, you really only have to wear a mask if you're not fully vaccinated but I'm trying to make sure that I know what places that I'm going to have these rules and like what everyone's rules are. So it's just yeah. wild 
we went to Target it, the other day and like so many people were unmasked, which used to send me into full blown panic. And like initially it still did, but I was like, I mean, I don't know. Like I can't make assumptions anymore. You know, like a lot of these people probably are fully vaccinated. And if they're not, I can't freaking do anything about it because I am. So like I've done what I can do. Well, right, right. It's also so like I went to church this morning and as I'm walking in with a mask on, the greeter's like, oh, you know, just so you know, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And, like, I still wore my mask the whole time. And there were people there without masks, which I didn't care. And you don't want to assume... Now, at this point, it's like, do I assume the people with masks are not vaccinated? That's my thing. I'm like, if I wear a mask, everyone's going to think I'm against the vaccine. I'm not. I'm fully vaccinated. Like, can I buy a button? Like, I don't understand. Like, what do I do? <laughs> Maybe we, it's like the uh, the I voted button, uh, but instead it's I vaxxed, but I'm still wearing I vax, but I still masks. I don't know. Something like that. I heart vax. I heart mask. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. I would I would, you know, it would probably get in time right for the world to be like, OK, masks are now outlawed because we're good. Go back to normal, everyone. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people will kind of take into uh, the uh, the way they do it over in like a lot of Japan where like if a person feels sick, they'll wear a mask to be considerate of others. Because the thing is working at Disney world for so long, I know people will do whatever the hell they want, regardless of their well being. Like I used to have kids in my chair where they would be like, they would have to like stop the transformation. So their kid could go vomit and come back and be like, Oh yeah, she's been throwing up for like three days straight. I'm like, do you think this is fun for her? Is this, do you think this is a good idea? If it's been three days, it doesn't, it's probably like contagious. We've had, we had children come in with like chicken pox. That was the only one we were allowed to be like, yeah, we can't do this. This is, this is obviously a safety hazard. But I mean, the, the parents will be like, oh yeah, she has strep throat. I'm like, great. I can't wait to have strep throat in two days. <laughs> Looking yeah. forward to that one. I, uh, <laughs> I will like, say. People do not care. I did not get a flu in my entire life. And then the first season working in Disney World, I got the flu. Yeah. Like, kids, go figure. Kids lick everything. Like, if you just walk around Disney World, if there is anything at a, the level of a child's mouth, there's a child who has their mouth on it. Like, railings, they'll just be, just rest <laughs> their mouth on the railing. And I'm like, that's not even comfortable. Like, I don't, why are you doing this? They just lick it's like their natural state of being is licking. <laughs> I'm like, but someone stop this. It's so gross. I wish we were filming this because I would have paid money to just put a, a clip reaction of you just mimicking a kid putting his mouth on the railing. I've like seen a, it in so every bad. single park. I've seen them do it. I'm always just like, I just want to stop and be like, I'm not judging you, but I would love it if you could explain this to me. Why are you doing this? And less than 50%, less than 50% of the parents are stopping their kids. Yeah. Like if I see my kid licking a a freaking guardrail at (laughs) Disney World, I'm like, okay, you know what? If you lick one more guardrail, I don't care how much money we spend on this trip. We're flying back home. Yeah. I will quarantine you. I know what it's like. (laughs) Yeah. I lived it. I did my time. (laughs) Did we? Um, (laughs) We did. We did. Kind of. A little bit. Partly. Anyways. I so did. <laughs> We did. We did. So right before quarantine, uh, all of you listeners out there, we were actually very fortunate to, in 2019, go and do a trip to Europe. 
It was the best ever. Yes, just Kelky and I alone in Europe, the two mm-hmm. of us. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> it is the best of times. Oh, man. we So Jessica and I, newly married. Kelky and Michael, newly married, planned a trip to Europe where we did Paris, Rome, and London. Luckily for us, you didn't scratch your cornea, but like not. two weeks before the trip, you did find out that you were pregnant <laughs> with Scarlett. Yes. So I think I found out like April 16th, and then I think we left on like April 20th. <laughs> like it was, I was, uh, April 11th, I found out April 11th, and then we left on the 20th. So yeah, it was... Uh, rapid turnaround. So Michael saved a lot of money because I didn't have any alcohol on that trip. And then I didn't have to drink because I was like, well, if Kelky's going to drink, I'm going to drink. Right. And I'm a bad influence. And because I was being a good influence, you were influenced goodly. Yeah. I mean, it didn't <laughs> imagine. <laughs> Remember when there was that whole mix up with the credit card situation? Yes. <laughs> I recall. That would have happened. That would have happened sooner. Like, imagine if it was in the middle of me being drunk. Like, you and I are drunk, and the credit card situation happens. I wouldn't even be able to coherently express my thoughts to Jessica. We probably would have lost you in Paris. We would have been like, Carmen's missing. He's just missing. He's just run away to cry, and he's missing. I am dead in the catacombs. I don't even think drunk me would head to the catacombs, actually. One day, I'll get you there. I, I would go. We Why yeah, didn't above, we go? Do you remember why closed. we didn't? It was like really weird hours. Oh, yeah. What what was your favorite part of that trip? Maybe, can you boil it down to one or could you boil it down to one per city? I could do one per city. Okay, let's do that. Sure. Where do you want to start? Rome, where we started. So we flew into Loving Rome it. because we decided to do that. I think it was the cheapest flight. And then we stayed in Rome for two nights and we stayed directly outside of the vatican uh we had a balcony that like looked right at the little vatican wall and we were like look at that there's the vatican and we waved at the pope and, and he, um, he saw us he waved, he waved back i think he waved back he blew us sweet kisses through the sweet wall catholic kisses <laughs> um it was really cool because we didn't go into the vatican like the church part of it but vatican city is like in the wall there's still a bunch of like really cool architecture and fountains and like all this stuff. And we just walked around there and we were super chill and just took our time and really enjoyed it. So <laughs> we also saw um, Endgame in Rome, which is really yeah. cool. So I have like Rome is, is like kind of uh, weird because I think my favorite thing in Rome was when we bought the world's most expensive spaghetti without knowing it (laughs) because now it's a really funny story in the moment we were like is this a fucking joke because we didn't we again right outside the Vatican like idiot tourists were like this restaurant will be fine it'll be so affordable and delicious and it was delicious and the portions were huge we got the menu. There was no prices. And we were like, must be a Europe thing. <laughs> we asked no follow-up <laughs> questions. Or we each ordered a spaghetti, all four of us. They came out and they were huge. Like the portions were so big. And we ate it all and then got the check. And the spaghetti was like $47 a, a serving or something ridiculous. <laughs> and we were not pleased. But looking back on it now, it's like my favorite story to tell. Yeah, it was... 
<laughs> the funniest thing about it is like you have two of the most money conscious people in the yeah. world in Kelky and myself, and neither one of us were like, uh, money. What? Let's we were talk like, about it's money. It's Europe. <laughs> Uh, but the It'll night be like before, $7. it's everything's cheaper in Europe because they use the euro. Yeah, uh, we did we, a good job. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that was a fun time. I also, I do remember vividly. It's not my favorite memory, but I do remember vividly. We originally, when we booked those flights, we landed. We so we flew from Orlando to Paris. Paris. And then, and we then caught we, a connecting flight. A that connecting we did not flight. Catch. <laughs> right. Yeah, we didn't catch it because we originally were like, we don't need to do check bags. We're going to carry on everything. And then we did like one check bag each, or did yeah. we split a check bag? No, we each did one. And the the Paris airport, like it just it never came off the tarmac. Like we're sitting there and they're like, yeah. hey guys, the bus is right there, but the bags are in it. We can't do that yet. And <sighs> then we missed our flight to Italy, so we had to like pay a couple of hundred bucks each to to fly later. I remember that vividly. But my favorite memory of of Italy is the the Uber drive from the oh hotel <laughs> to see Endgame. <laughs> First of all, the guy was like, "Are you guys okay?" If I talk on my phone, we were like, "Yeah, we don't care." So he was just talking in Italian, probably just like shitting on us, like being like these fucking dumbasses in this car going to see this stupid ass movie. Also. As drove as though there were no street signs. He, I like, he obeyed none of them. I thought this is how we die. Yeah. And even also for any of you that haven't been to Italy, there were no paved roads. It's all cobblestone. Yeah. <laughs> so at one point I truly believe that we were airborne. <laughs> I think we were. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like on the little rampy thing. Yeah. 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 And I'm sitting over here like, oh, my God, this is how Kelky's fetus dies. Yeah. Like this Well, is- because, yeah, I think in that time I was sitting in the front because they were like, oh, sit in the front so you can have the real seatbelt because you're pregnant. And I was like, I'm going to be the most smushed when we dive hood first <laughs> into the ground. I was it was. But and also because it was another country, the, the speedometer is in <laughs> kilometers. And I like look over and it said like 140 kilometers. I was like, oh my God, we're going to die. Because I was like so used to seeing miles per hour. I don't know what the translation is. It was a hundred and something. And I was like, this is, this is it. Like we're, th- how is this okay? No matter what the conversion is, he was not going the speed limit. No matter no. what it was. No, no. It was horrendous. The other, so the funny thing too, though, is that I have this, this picture of us where we started and we're like, we're just going to take pictures in front of all these phones. Thank you. But this was immediately after that crazy Uber ride, and you would never have known. Like, No, we're it, not very windblown at all. Right. We're fine. Uh, and then the pizza. Remember that pizza? That pizza was so good. And then they also had really good pastries there, too. Uh, yes. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking at the pictures here so that I can, like, have a point of reference. We went to see the, uh, the Trevi Fountain, which was dope. Mm-hmm. We did. It's wildly crowded if you wanted to go if you're gonna go do it go like early in the morning or just accept that every person in the world is also there yeah 
Yeah. I heard the uh, Great Wall of China is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Michael, I said that to Michael and he said there are different parts you can go to. And there are certain parts that are very like visited by tourists because they're like on bus drop, like certain entrances that are like on the bus drops or like on like map guide maps and stuff. And he was like, you can, there are other places you can go that are less populated. So when we do that, that makes we'll sense. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also will say that this is something that probably was more along Kelki and my speed was the, the, the shops of just fresh seafood. It was and so cool. Like I'm looking like at butchers. it now. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a whole, there's a whole lobster there. And then I see there's a, there's a shrimp, almost the entire size of this lobster. It was crazy. And then we'll post you know, some of these pictures when we post on the Instagram. I'll yeah. post some of the pictures too. Yeah. Um, and then th- that place was cool though. Cause there was also like a lot of little hole in the wall, like coffee shops. So Jessica got to get the super strong espressos or whatever it is she gets. I don't know. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. She, she <laughs> got like straight up. I, I just want pure espresso. Yeah, just give me a cap. Also, I was behind someone in the line at Starbucks the other day because I was getting a refresher at the Target. And this girl, who was super nice, but I think she worked at Starbucks because she was wearing the Starbucks-issued masks, ordered some contraption that she made up herself, but ordered five shots of blonde espresso in it. Now, I don't know anything about coffee, so I texted my friend Dylan because he used to be a barista, and also Nathan because he is currently a barista. And I was like, I don't know anything about coffee. Is this normal? And they were like, that is... Uh, a blonde coffee, a blonde espresso shot is like the highest concentration of caffeine that you can get. So no, that's not normal. <laughs> and that Anyways. was a recent thing. I, when I was yeah. working there at Starbucks for like a day, they, they had gotten the blonde yeah. espresso right when I was working there. She was super, super nice and polite about it. And she was like, I know this is really weird drink order. But, and then I was like, are you okay? Cause she was very small. I was like, are you going to die? Are you going to explode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Anyway, so, yes. So, um, Rome, we, we just really walked around a lot because we didn't, like, the line, the reason we didn't do the actual Vatican was because the line was absurd. And also, we set an alarm for nine, but then we had the jet lag, so we didn't get up until 11. <laughs> yeah. I almost feel like we yeah. need to go back to, like, if we're going to go back to, to Europe, maybe we do Rome for like two days and then yeah. we do Venice and yeah. then we complete the rest of the cities. Naples and stuff. Yeah. Cause then do, don't you want to do Naples? Isn't that where your people are from? Yes. My, the Naples is my motherland. Yes. 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 So we would definitely do that too. I also and, really want to do Greece so badly. Oh yes. Okay. So let's, let's, before we go into Paris, where, where would you, where in Europe, if we were to do three, so like, let's say, okay, we're, we'll skip Rome. Like for this sake of argument, Venice, I could skip mm-hmm. Naples, but like let's say Venice, yeah, Greece. What would a third one be? I need to do Germany because that's my homeland, and also um, Michael's kind of, but like not as much. Michael's family is Kulasek is uh, Czechoslovakian, I believe, um, and so, but he says he's German, and he's a little bit German, but he's not Werner German. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I would. I would say probably Berlin, but I don't know if there's a specific city in Germany you guys would rather go see. I feel, I know, I don't know. Um, I would have to look at it because I want to do so much of it that that would maybe be its own trip. I might have to just do like a motherland trip separately from when, like just another one in addition to. 
Um, well, we can also do so. Okay, okay. Hear me out because we're we're, we're going to plan the next trip right now. Let's just go. Okay, ahead. perfect. <laughs> so, Venice, Greece, Berlin. Then the next trip could be like maybe Hamburg or Frankfurt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. New Amsterdam, and then somewhere in Spain, Barcelona. Oh yeah, Spain is amazing. I would go back to Spain in a heartbeat. I just need to know if the rain falls mainly on the plane there, like everyone says it does. You know, when I was driving through the plains of Spain on a bus, uh, I saw no rain. I saw many wildflowers and lots of wheat. They're very pretty. (laughs) Wheat. Wheat. I love it. Yeah. Okay. There it is. That's two trips planned, but we have to figure out Hawaii in there, too. Yeah. Hawaii is the sooner one. Yes, yes. I was actually also watching uh, Midway last night, and they when they have the, the Pearl Harbor scene, I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to go to Pearl oh, Harbor yeah, so to- bad. Today is, um, today is D-Day, and uh, Michael and I were actually talking about when we go back, we really want to do a trip where we also get to do Normandy and like mo- a more historical trip um, as well. If we um, just did two weeks. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like that's could my we, thing is, because we did we just 10 do days. But yeah, we did 10 days. We just need to do so much longer because it was just i loved it all so much well if we flew if we flew far we flew far in yes and then we make our way back right like yeah then we fly out of spain we could do that yeah that's i mean that's what we did when we went to spain we flew uh, what's further madrid or barcelona i never remember my spain geography is a little bit weak we flew to whichever one was the furthest and then we like over the course of, um, I think it was not eight or nine days. We like had a tour bus. This was a school trip. So it was like very educational. So we had like a tour guide that came with us the whole time and we had a bus. And so we drove across the country and then flew out of whatever one is closer when we flew back. Yeah. Very dope. All right. So Paris, Paris. what was your, what was your favorite memory in Paris? Um, well, this I feel like I have to do two separate ones because we did Disneyland Paris, which is called Disneyland Paris, but is not in Paris. Like, it's like 30 minutes out of the city. So I love Disneyland Paris. It was so great. I'm sad because I didn't get to do their Space Mountain, and I hear it's awesome. Um, And I didn't get to do their Indiana Jones, and everyone said it was really scary. <laughs> um, But it was, like, beautiful. The theming was incredible. The food was really good. And then we did the Paris, the city. And I just feel like if I was going to do it again, I would want to do two whole days just in the Louvre because it's so huge. Like you, we, I had no idea how big it was. Like it was absurd. And I mean, obviously it was great. Like we got to go in and peek at the Mona Lisa. Like again, like the Trevi Fountain, just too many people crammed in a small space. But then when we kind of went away from that, it was really nice because there were parts of the Louvre where it was like just us in like huge rooms with like incredible artwork. Um, and so that was really cool. Um, also it was only like $15 to get in, right? It was super it was cheap. cheap. It was the, the like, we were value. very surprised yeah. that it was so inexpensive to get into the Louvre. Um, again, it was another long line, but it was just cause you had to go through security. Cause once you got in, it kind of was dispersed and stuff to get the tickets and everything. Um, but the architecture in the city of Paris, I could just look at like I could just ride around <laughs> look at us we're so cute <laughs> um I could just ride around because we got tickets on like a double decker bus that we could just and we kind of use that as our mode of transportation so we wouldn't have to do a taxi or anything so then we would just catch one wherever we wanted to get back on um and I would 
do that again in a heartbeat. It was so cool. And us, the weather was beautiful. So we sat on the top and we just got to see all the architecture. And like we went to the Eiffel Tower. We did not go up the Eiffel Tower. Felt no need. So well, that was another up the Eiffel long Tower. line. Lo- another well, long yes. line for that. And it was more expensive. <laughs> and the thing about the Eiffel Tower is if you go up it, you're looking at a skyline that is known for the Eiffel Tower without the Eiffel Tower. So like for us, it was more like, let's look at the Eiffel Tower, not away from it. So we did that. It was really cool. Walked around a lot. We went to the Arc de Triomphe. Um, Took lots of pictures. It was just like such a fun day. We just did so much walking and like we didn't really schedule anything. And I really liked the way that we did that because it really, there was like no pressure. We just got to do whatever we wanted except for then I got really hangry and that was a problem. But then I found food and it was okay. (laughs) As all good stories, it it was horrible and then it wasn't. Yeah. And then it was fine. It was the same as my life here, except in Europe. So it was great. (laughs) And then I got mad and then I got over it. (laughs) So one thing I I love about Europe is they just had random like carousels all over the place. That was so cute. And I I just see, I see this picture of us here and I'm like, wow, we like, we just did carousels. Yeah. We also just like, yeah, we would just stumble upon them and then be like, yeah, we should just ride this carousel. This is a dollar. Okay, take my money. Yeah. We're Fine. idiots. Have this euro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will say, so the first thing we did, I think, was was the Arc de Triomphe. And I remember, we did we go to the, we didn't go to the top of that. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, I'm looking again, at it another long line. And also, inside of it is less impressive than outside of it. So, uh, and the stop that we got off of the subway, or the train, rather, like we walked up the stairs and it was right there. And we were like, this is incredible. So that was really great. I didn't um, know what it was at the time. Yeah. Looking at it now, dope. I'm like, oh, this was so cool. But like, we're yes. like, man, Paris has art everywhere. This is just <laughs> sculptures. And it was actually like a monument. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what it was because I've watched many movies like where Ash, Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen <laughs> go to Paris and talk about uh, it. So just the one? <laughs> yeah, the one. I I will say I I was a little bit bummed that you guys didn't come and join us for the the lights in Paris at night. Yes, uh, I was dying. Yeah, because we had been walking around all day and I was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. That was that was, was fun though. It was it was beautiful all lit up. And looking back at it now, like that was super cool. I would I would say that they need like the world needs to know more about that. Yeah, because there was like a timer. It's not a timer, and then it like shimmers. It's like illuminations. Yeah, <laughs> for the entire city of Paris. <laughs> yeah. Um, was it Paris that we found the Krispy Kreme and you got so excited, or was that London? That was London. Good yeah. <laughs> we stumbled upon a Krispy Kreme, and I thought Carmen's head was going to explode. <laughs> it actually did. I think I still have a piece of my brain is just sitting on the floor at that Krispy Kreme in London. Well, that makes sense. We also in so adding on to your point about the Louvre, I could have probably spent, yeah, probably two days there. One yeah. one for sure, just looking at art, and then the other one looking at like just sculpt like the sculptures, right? The the thing that stands out to me a very vivid memory, and like one that for sure is like if if people are like oh go to your happy place, you know, yeah. for me. It is eating those deli sandwiches on the lawn at the Louvre. Yeah, that just was the four so of us. cool. We just got the sandwiches from like a little cart and sat down. And like 
so many other people were doing it. Like they were just like people everywhere. The weather was the weather was the day of we were in Paris was the best weather day we had for sure because it was oh, hands like, down, not yeah. hot but it was sunny. It was just so beautiful, and so we got to like do all that walking around. That's oh my god, we're just the cutest people. We this is going on Instagram pictures. tonight. Yeah, literally all of these things. It was just the best time. Look at these two was, little angels. Ugh. Wow. They're precious. I love I them. love these two people. It's me and Jessica. Spoiler yes. alert. Spoiler. Do you remember also we were at the we were at uh Notre Dame like two weeks after the giant fire? Yeah. Twas a bummer. And there was um, a police car that was like that came yeah. and drove up and then it blocked off the whole side of the road and we're like, oh my gosh, there's another fire. Yeah, they barricaded off, like, a full city block around it, so everyone was just kind of congregating, looking at it from, like, different spots outside of the barricade, and it was crazy because you saw all these pictures of the fire, but, like, when we saw it, you really couldn't see that much damage, and it really ended up being not a lot of damage. Um, They just got, you know, it was just obviously, it was mostly, like, the scaffolding from the remodel, so luckily not not a lot of the actual structure, but um we'll go back and we'll see it for, for when it's done. It will be great. I would like that. I'd like that a lot. I also wish we could have gone to Disneyland Paris and what what ride was it that was under refurbishment? Was it uh Haunted, Haunted Mansion? Mansion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they were like, We're doing cast member previews tomorrow. You guys should come back, they'll probably let you on because you're cast members in Disney World. And then we were like, Well, we're not gonna be here tomorrow. <laughs> We we could have, but yeah. it would have ruined everything else. Yeah, we wouldn't have gone to Paris at all. And I was like, well, <laughs> I love Disneyland, but this is a lot. I do want to go to Paris. Yeah. I do remember, so at the time, I was working at the World of Disney in Orlando, and I, getting to see the World of Disney in Paris was pretty cool. Yeah. It was so much smaller. It was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> so not as grand. I'm trying to think what else in So we we also... I we got some really good food. I did like uh we stumbled across a place where there was just balloons. No, it wasn't the not the oh, balloons. umbrellas. Sorry, the umbrellas, the umbrellas, yeah. yeah. It was like a little shopping street, but they had yeah. the umbrellas that like floated above everybody. Yeah. Also, here's just the picture of <laughs> my little deli sandwich in front of the I have that too. <laughs> oh shit. That was a good time. All right. So, London. What was your favorite memory in London? London was where we spent the most time. And I just felt like so chill. Obviously, we saw Hamilton in London, which is a great story. And it was so much fun and like a surprise. We like we didn't know we were going to do that before we left. Like we bought those tickets when we were in Rome. And so it was super fun. And then we staged doors. So we got to talk to a lot of the cast and they were so sweet. And they were just like precious human beings. And I loved all of them. And, um, it was just, Michael and I were talking today about public transportation in the U S and how some cities have it. And it's like really well utilized and other cities have it none and it sucks. And I was like, Oh, I actually really liked once we figured it all out, the subway in London and like everyone, when you travel abroad, makes you feel like everywhere you go, you're just going to get like murdered or like all your stuff stolen. And we didn't really have any issues. And um obviously like we weren't wearing shirts that said we're stupid americans please steal from us 
Um, so I guess maybe that's why we got away. I don't know. Well, I had my um, sweater over that shirt the entire time. Uh, that's see, that was lucky because it was chilly. Yes. Um, so when we were in London, I think it was our last full day that we were there. Um, we just, we went to the, see the changing of the guard and then just like walked around outside Buckingham palace. And then we walked over to the, the park that was like the princess Diana Memorial and everything. And we just walked around and we're just having the best of times. And it was so chill and quite nice. Remember the Royal uh, swans that they had in the, the yes, we saw um, Harry or not Harry. Um, we saw William and Pippa's not Pippa. My God, William and Kate's house. Like, is at the back part of this house or park. So we saw it from a very far distance. It was quite nice as was the palace. The queen did invite us for tea, but we had to turn her down. So, yeah, but she said it's a standing offer. We can come back whenever. Yeah. So next time we'll, we'll probably go. Yeah. And then there was the day that we just like walked around like more the the, like we went to tower of London and then, the, then did the more quote unquote downtown area, I guess with like the, the London Eye, which we didn't go on because I don't feel the need to. I just don't feel the need to pay for that. But it was cool to see. And like we took pictures in front of it. Um, and then like we did the Tower Bridge. And um, that was a really cool. We got some good pictures there as well. And then we did the Hamiltons. Ugh, we also. The best time. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that we did. There's uh, we went to Abbey Road. Which yes, that day we did was do that. <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> weather. Wait, all on, the I pictures can't... of us trying to like get the yeah. four of us like go across. So funny. <laughs> oh, we gosh. did a bad job. Well, I'm sure point... people who have to like constantly drive down Abbey Road as part of their commute like hate their lives. They're like, this is terrible. Like, why yeah. is this happening? They have to leave three hours early just to be able to go past that one crosswalk. Uh. The other cool thing that we did is we got to see the uh, crown jewels, which was pretty oh, rad. Oh, yeah, at the, at the Tower of London. Yeah, that was rad. The other, so this is my favorite story out of out of that entire trip to Europe, was when we were at the St. Paul's Cathedral. And so I, I feel a little bit bad because Michael and Kelki didn't get to participate in this entire thing. But it started out, we were like, oh, let's go into the St. Paul's Cathedral. It's like super beautiful. And okay, again, they, because we're cheap, we didn't want to pay. But at the front, there's like a little side chapel where they're like, you can come in here and pray for free. And then you just have to pay to go into the rest of it. So that's, I was also grumpy because of being very tired and pregnant and I needed to sit down very much. So I found like a toy store with a chair in it and I just sat there. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. So, so Jess and I, we go in, we're like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll just go pray and like look around inside the prayer area. And while we were in there, we're like praying for uh Kelke and Michael's baby we're praying for like our safe trip back we're praying for like our family like like a couple little things and then this sweet guy uh named Joe walks up and he's like sorry guys I'm just gonna take these prayer cards from underneath you here and I was like hey I I don't know much about this can you tell me what this pa- what this painting is and he's like plot twist that's a mosaic and I'm like well fuck me I don't know the difference so that's not what you said <laughs> in the St. Paul's Cathedral just no, to no. clarify no that was dramatic effect Kelke <laughs> Yes, Uh, I just for the people (laughs) at home. I just wanted to clarify. Yes. So, anyways, he's kind of explaining the differences. He's explaining what what the meaning was, and he's like, "So, I I, I'm assuming you guys are from America, and we're like, yeah, we're just on a trip here. Our friends uh, from home who are on this trip as well, we're we're praying for them. They're pregnant, 
He's like, oh, that's so cool. Come walk with me. And he he like invites us into the St. Paul's Cathedral, lifts up the barrier, and walks us around. And he takes us back to the back part of the the cathedral where it's the the uh, altar. Yeah, there's like Basically, an altar yeah. there, but they have this giant tome of of like soldiers from World War II. And this particular part of, for those of you out there who don't know, the back part of the St. Paul's Cathedral was was bombed in World War II by a German Blitzkrieg. And they rebuilt that part of the cathedral with stained glass with 50 windows. And each window is for the 50 United States. And that part of the cathedral is actually dedicated to United States soldiers that, that died protecting the island of Great Britain in World War II. From from Nazi Germany, the the crazy thing is, so Joe's like soup. He's like, listen, are you guys have a couple minutes? We're like, yeah, sure. Our friends are outside. He's like, okay, yeah, cool. Give me one second. I'll be right back. So he comes back with this key, and he opens up this giant locked altar case with the the tome, and he says, I'm not American. I don't I don't have this right. I don't have family members who who fought for another country. Would you do me the honor of turning a page in in this book? And so Jess and I each got to turn this page on. And I'm getting goosebumps telling this story right yeah. now. And then he's like, the last American that got to do this was Angelina Jolie herself. Like, what? So then after all this happens, this is probably like 30 minutes we're here talking to this guy. And we're like, hey, we don't want to be rude. But like, our friends are outside. And he's like, oh, bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> I, call, I call up Michael and Kelke. Come on in. Come back. We end up taking a tour all the way up to the top of the cathedral. And then we stick around and we watch an entire service. And afterwards, he's like, hey, let's go get some fish and chips. Yeah, so we go and get so cool. fish and chips with this guy. Uh, also, the woman who um, led the the service afterwards, he, like, introduced her to us. And we were, like, talking to her and we we're like, oh, yeah, we're pregnant. And so she, like, prayed over us and, like, did a blessing. And it was really cool. And... um yeah, we we walked up. You 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 grazed over this part where we walked up all the stairs. Like you you said it like it was twelve stairs. It was a lot. Of, someone <laughs> should, we'll look it up. We'll look up how many stairs it was because it was the most stairs in while, the world. While you're looking that up, it was so there was it, when you get to the top. Imagine you're kind of like in Notre Dame where it's like they have these this bell tower. They have this giant thing on the top, and there were some spaces that were incredibly claustrophobic for a giant person like myself. I don't know how people bigger than me, uh, both taller and wider, how they would even get there. Because there were some spaces that I genuinely thought I was going to get stuck. And Jess yeah, is like, it was I'm a mouse. Also, I'm fine. Like, yeah, you... Oh, that was your issue. My issue is I don't care for heights, but I also knew it was going to be incredible. So I was like, I have to climb the stairs so I can look out of this tower. But I don't want to, but I did it. And I was terrified. Like, the whole time we were actually out on the little balcony, I was like plastered to the building because there's like a little balcony and you can walk up to the railing. And I was like glued to the building. I was like, yeah, this is a beautiful view. If we fall, we'll die, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't, there's your I don't know that I have that picture because I didn't <laughs> okay. want to break away from the wall. Um, it was super scary, though. It was very scary. It was both incredible and terrifying and then also the stairs were so steep which you don't realize really walking up but when you have to walk down you're like i'm going to die yeah they then the other the other part is is like they don't because it's a historic site they can't just go and be like we should make Here's this safer yeah yeah an elevator <laughs> 
So they didn't think when they were making it that they're like, oh, tourists someday are going to come into this thing. No. Okay, so it's just to go up the stairs, 528. So it's 528 both ways. And a lot of it was like spiral staircases. And that's where Carmen did not fit. And those those were old. And I was like, there are rust spot. We could die here. We won't even get to die with the good view. We'll die here in the rusty old bits. <laughs> the rusty old bits. Uh, there was also, do you remember how we got to one point where it kind of opened up? And then they had this really like tiny, like concrete area that you had yes. to go up. And yeah. I was like, oh, we have to be close. And then they were like, you're halfway. And I was yeah, like, I was kill like, me. How is this a thing? Um, it was really cool and it was worth it. But it was, I, we, I don't know that any of us were truly prepared for how many steps it were. Because Joe was like, oh, do you want to go up? You guys can just go up. Because again, that was something you had to pay for. So we didn't really like look into it at all. So he was like, oh yeah, just like go up there. And you'll be like, it's such a good view. Just go up. And we're like, okay, great. And so he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be here when you get back down. And um, he was. And it was a lot of steps, but yeah, he was great. And yeah, afterwards we went out and had fish and chips with him and just like talked and asked what it was like living there and working in the church and how he got there. And he's great. Great fellow. Yeah. Great fellow. I still am friends with him on Instagram. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. Oh, he, uh, before, so actually during podcast, Bert, uh, during 2020, he was going to come to Disney world and then COVID hit. I know. And I was like, like right around the same time. It was like April, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, hey, man, just just come stay with us. Like Jess and I would love to have you. I know we I know that I I just met you and this is crazy, but come stay with us. So Instagram message me back. Maybe like it was it was wild. And he was like, yeah, like we were going to do it. But then, you know, COVID yeah, happened. The world, and shut it didn't down. Work. the world shut down. OK. So that was the greatest trip of all time. It really was. Where, okay, you could go right now, all expenses paid, where do you go? Um, probably Greece. Yeah. yeah I feel like, or actually, mm, maybe Asia. Mm. Really want to do Asia. Really want to do the Disneyland's there. And Michael's like obsessed with the history in Asia, just because it, it goes back so, so long. There's just so much history. And, like, he's he's done, like, so much research on it. So when we do plan our Asia trip, he's going to be in charge of a lot of it. Because other than Disney, I don't have, like, a lot there that I'm really wanting. Like, I know when we do go, whatever we go to, I'll, like, really enjoy it and appreciate it. But, like, he just has so many, like, things he genuinely cares about seeing that I would be like, we'll just do all of those. And I will also enjoy it. But you're in charge of picking the things. And yeah. obviously, it would if it was all expenses paid, I would be flying like first class because that is going to be a long travel day. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's like probably what sixteen hours, I think. Probably at least, if not more. So, for me, it's tough because I I would love to say all expenses paid Hawaii would be bonkers, right? Because then you're like zip lining, you could do like beach stuff you could do hikes to the mountain maybe do a helicopter ride probably hang out with the rock <laughs> and yeah they sell that <laughs> online yeah well if it's all expenses are paid i would just say hey the rocks agent let's <laughs> here's some money all of these expenses are paid if if i'm looking at an actual like you know that's not a possibility 
I think you know in Mamma Mia how she has that villa in is it Italy? I'm pretty sure it's Greece. You're, also, yeah. I might yeah. be getting it confused with Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Also, I've only watched Mamma Mia once. Okay, well, regardless, <laughs> basically, it looks like it's. It actually might be Greece now that I'm thinking about it. But either way, they have like this, you know, beautiful countryside. I would love to yeah. like rent a villa in Italy and maybe do like a, a tour around. So go to Rome, Naples, all the way down to Sicily, come back up, do Venice. Uh, you know, that would be incredible, and just do like a full, a full tour around the entire country. My grandparents did, I want to say it was like, it was like a cruise, like a Mediterranean cruise. So, but it stopped in all of these little places because I say cruise, but it was just like a very large yacht because it was only like 10 couples on the boat. So they got to go into like these smaller canals, like into the cities, which was quite cool. That would be Um, cool. And I think that's a cool way to do it as well. Do you ever... And this will be the last thing we talk about before we wrap up. Cause I know that this, I was like, this will be a short episode. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> it never is. Do you, what do you say to people who they're like, I just traveling's just not for me. Cause I've encountered quite a few of them. I don't, I'm always just like, what is it like? Because I feel everyone has a different reason for even people who love traveling. I feel like they love it for different reasons. And there are certain like people, some people are like, Oh, I love seeing the history. And some people are like, I love seeing, the art and some people are like i love eating different food um which i'm that last one um but so i think everyone it depends on what they're looking for like and if what's maybe what stresses you out is the actual traveling because travel days are stressful no like they just are um and maybe people just are nervous because they hear you know everyone's like oh everyone's gonna pickpocket you so like you're gonna get stolen and murdered everywhere that's just untrue. There are ways to prevent it and there are ways to just be aware of your surroundings. Um, so I feel like maybe people who think that just have misconceptions about it or they just haven't had the opportunity to go somewhere that was like really life changing and really like, Oh, this is why we should be traveling because I mean, we've been talking about it so much, like all the time. We'll just in the middle of the day, I'll just be like, if you could go anywhere right now, where would you go? And especially now, like that Michael's parents have the motorhome and they're very um, willing to share it and like let us use it. We're always just like, oh, if we could go anywhere, like with, if we could take the motorhome anywhere right now, where would, we, where would you want to take it? And so that's a fun game that we play a lot. <laughs> and that's like, I wish that Michael was working from home in a capacity where he could work from anywhere because we could just, I, we would just take the motorhome and be gone for like weeks probably. Just driving yeah. all over. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of remote work, right? Yeah. Uh, I would say if we had, like, so, okay, if we were able to use the motorhome and it was the four of us, I would love to do a West Coast, like, road trip through. Yeah. Not, I, the mountains are scary. The mountain scares me. Yeah, we but, probably wouldn't do the motorhome through the mountains because it's a giant bus. <laughs> right. But if we left the kids and the dog at home and we just did the four of us, right, and then we do... Like the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I really want to do the Grand Canyon so badly. Michael's seen it. I have not seen it. I also really want to do um, shoot shoot the one in California with the big trees. Uh, Redwood Forest or Joshua Tree. Redwood Forest. And Where then also Star Wars um, Endor Yellowstone. Yellowstone, Yosemite. Yosemite, we did. 
which I would do it again. It was so cool. Um, we went to Glacier, which was incredible. Like, because the mountains I'm used to are like mountains, the Southern mountains. So it's like more like just a lot of rolling hills, like obviously very large hills, but like more of like that shape. And then to go out and see these mountains, it was like a whole other experience. And it's just so beautiful. Also, that reminds me, when we flew from Rome to Paris, we flew directly over the Swiss Alps, and it was so cool. actually woke Jessica and Carmen up. I was like, you have to look out the window because this is the coolest thing I've ever seen outside of a plane. Like, we were flying so close over them, and it was, like, so beautiful. And I was like, man, I wish I had a Toblerone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I actually have that picture here. Yeah, so this is that. So pretty. So pretty. I, yeah, I would, I would, I would love to go to Switzerland. That would be dope. Yeah, Switzerland, I really want to do Netherlands, all that, like, for sure. And I really need to do Ireland because I'm also from Ireland. Yeah, my, my mom's, mom's side. side. Yeah, my mom, me too. Yeah. I think our moms are related. I don't know. Did we Probably just become not. relatives? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I no, die. I can't. I die. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that was great. That was fun. The, the moral of the story is now that things are opening up, you know, definitely be safe. Uh, you don't, if you're not vaccinated, maybe still don't travel. If you are vaccinated, but did I say if you are vaccinated, maybe don't travel? No. Did I say that are. twice? If you, okay. If, if you aren't, if you are not vaccinated, maybe don't travel. Just be safe. But if you are vaccinated, you still obviously respect different countries' guidelines. They're different all over the world right now. And the America's just podcast burp. America's <laughs> just very far ahead of the rest of the world when it comes to vaccination percent. So it, yeah. it's you still proceed with caution. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like if you're hesitant, it's like, oh, it's expensive. It is, but there are ways to like save and there are, there are ways like, and you can, again, you can go and do these things and do them and not spend money. Like we went to the Vatican. We just didn't go in the chapel. It was still incredible to see. I don't feel like I missed anything because most of that time would have been in a line. We've probably been standing in a line longer than we were in the chapel. And Michael's parents did it and they just like kind of push you through because there's this line of people and like, so you don't really get to necessarily appreciate it as much as like you might want to for the amount of money you're spending. So there are ways to do these things and still enjoy it and, and not spend a crazy amount. Like, I don't know, go with your best friends. <laughs> yeah. All your hotels. Yeah. Also think about that too, to add on to that. We also went to the Coliseum, but didn't yeah, we go did. in. Yeah. And it was great. It was fine. Cause we got the, cause you can still go into a point. We just didn't go into like the stadium part. We were in like the seating part. Yeah. And then there was like that whole courtyard where we still were walking through these ancient fucking ruins. Like that yeah. was dope for free. Yes. We just, just, it was just there. Yeah. There's so much, you don't like things are expensive. Like obviously getting places is expensive, but again, there are ways and you can like go through and quote unquote travel hacks. And we used a lot of like, we, saved all of our credit card points so that we could cancel out our flights with our points. So that was great. Cause like, we don't really, we didn't have anything else we wanted to use those points on. So we specifically saved for that. So there are just different ways you can do it and find these like quote unquote travel hacks to make it work for you where it's still safe, but still in your budget and you're still going to have a great time, but don't like, what really worked for us was not planning every single second. Like, Oh, we're going to go to the Louvre and we're going to do that for an hour and 15 minutes. And then we're going to go to this store and then we're going to go to this place. Like we were really 
Oh, like we had things we knew we wanted to do, but we weren't crazy about our schedules. So we weren't like stressing each other out. Really the only time any of us got mad was when we were hangry. So <laughs> yes, just have snacks. <laughs> do you also remember <laughs> when, so speaking of hangry, when we were down by parliament. Yes. And, and there was a protest and Michael was so hangry. <laughs> yes. Because leading up to the protest spot, Michael was like, I don't need food. I'll be fine. And then we get there and it's like, everything's blocked off. You have to walk. And then the hangry set in. <laughs> I was and like, then... I'll kill this man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and anyways. then he was like, why did you leave? And I was like, bitch, I was following you. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't go to your, don't go to London on May 1st because it's May Day. And apparently that's the day everyone takes off to do their protests. Like that's what our, the tour guide like told us. He was like, oh yeah, on May Day, everyone like plans to do their, all their protests on that day. So everything's they, like all they the save up. Closed. They save up their entire year of angst and protest. <laughs> it's really for weird. One day. They were like, yeah, it's just May Day. It's when everyone protests. And I was like, I don't, that's mm, uh, May Day's about fertility. So I <laughs> think you guys are doing this wrong. <laughs> yeah. They don't understand May Day. I don't understand May Day. That's the problem. No one does. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kelki, you want to go ahead and wrap us up here? Yes. Thanks for listening. Um, plan your trips. Uh, follow everybody on Instagram. Follow the podcast on Instagram. Leave those reviews. Tell all your friends. Make some new friends and tell them too. And if you've got a dream. Go and chase it. We will see you all in the next one. Bye.